Welcome to the Social Minute, the podcast that looks at the social network minute in minute. Today we're going to be covering minute number 51, which goes from 50 to 50, 59 on the clock. This week, expect to hear me say the word 50 quite a lot. Um, we start with Mark. He has, he's basically kind of, I don't know, he brings a halt to the deposition by giving this long speech about how little he cares about the people that he's in this room with. Uh, they decide to take a very long lunch. I mean, it's quarter to one, they're not coming back till half two. Just go home, lads. Don't bother coming back. Um, and just as that finishes, we then jump back to the flashback that we've kind of been in, which is where Mark has had the cease and desist letter. Uh, obviously, Eduardo was just in this deposition. Um, that's, this is the end of his time in this deposition. We don't get to hear from him or anything, but he's just in the room. Um, and then we, we jump back to the theme which was going on for most of last week, which is what are their names? Um, and Eduardo emphasizes they want to have a drink tonight. Now, the thing is, they didn't say they wanted to have a drink tonight. They just said you know facebook us and we can have a drink but for some reason eduardo feels like tonight is the time for that to happen mm. uh, maybe you know kind of feeling how in you know how they the, you know, particularly christy was feeling very you know uh, interested in in eduardo um, and joining me to talk about this today is tim holzeiser hello tim hello um yeah so you know the the first half uh, of this minute is mostly Mark kind of bringing a kind of halt to this <laughs> this whole deposition. Um, and he says, you know, he talks about how, you know, if your your clients want to sit on my shoulder and call themselves tall, they have a right to, but there's no requirement I enjoy it. You know, sitting here and listening to people lie. Um, he says, you have part of my attention. You have the minimum amount. The rest of my attention is back at the offices of Facebook where my colleagues and I are doing things that no one in this room, including you and your clients, are intellectually or creatively capable of doing. Ooh. And then, of course, he says... Did I adequately answer your condescending question? Um, now, I, I feel like when people think of the character as you know, of Mark Zuckerberg in this film as played by Jesse Eisenberg, um, it's the stuff that takes place in the depositions that I think most people kind of bring to mind. And it's kind of one, there's one or two times where this happens with Mark. Obviously, he's previously said, you know, um, if you'd have invented Facebook, then you'd have invented Facebook. Um, but this is kind of like the... the you know, the one other time where he does this very long speech about how much he hates being in these depositions. And, you know, it, like, it, it's very rare that, like, the Zuckerberg in these depositions has an outburst. But when it is an outburst, it is literally, like, the most withering attack on everybody in the room. <laughs> and, it, I mean, kind of, the fact that it's his, like, you know, both the lawyers, you know, Cyan Gage, they're both, like, you know, I've got 12.45, why don't we say that's lunch? <laughs> and it's like, it's like back at 2.30. And and that's that's like kind of where, um, you know, that kind of ends. Uh, interestingly enough, this, uh, I think, is the end of the Winklevoss twins in um, uh, in the depositions. Ah, um, yeah. Like this, so after after this point, we don't, we don't ever really come back um, to this deposition and the next time we see the twins they are getting a meeting with Larry Summers um, and then like you know once once that once that's done with then the next time we see them is after they lose their race and they decide to sue so like that's the that's the tail end of their story and that's for you know it's not for like another half hour so this is kind of the last we'll see of this deposition um, so I, I mean oh what a shame this as well <laughs> yeah, the thing is, I, I think from, from the point, I mean, you know, for the first half of this film, we spent most of the time in this deposition. 
Um, you know, we keep jumping to Eduardo's deposition, but it's only kind of here and there. This is the deposition we spent, we're spending the first half of the film mostly in. And then once we've arrived at this point where basically Mark Zuckerberg has kind of admitted, I think even in the previous week, he, you know, like when Div, Div was like, you know, um, I can't wait to see you write a check. He's like, yeah, sure. <laughs> like he knows that's kind of the end of this thing is, is when he writes them a check. Um, so it like, it's kind of almost at this point, you know, that outburst is, is basically Mark Zuckerberg being like, look, I am done with this deposition. I really, I don't, I don't want to be here. I just want to go back to doing whatever I'm doing. I don't care if you think I stole the idea. And, you know, it is, it is a wonderful performance from Jesse Eisenberg, just like ripping into basically everybody in the room and being like, look, I'm, you know, you're all idiots. I'm I'm the genius. <laughs> I I run Facebook. You didn't invent it. Let's move on. I would love to like be able to read a transcript of the actual like depositions and and cuz I'm I'm sure there's nothing this snappy or anything like that. It's probably just very banal kind of stuff, but you know, I, I think he just he just really loves writing things like depositions and like boardroom stuff. He's really into that. Yeah. Like, I don't want to like give too much of a spoiler, but the, the next minute you're going to be discussing uh, has sort of a sexy scene. But I get the feeling that Sorkin was way more turned on by writing this outburst <laughs> from Mark. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, so clever. The kind of the procedures of this are taken from the actual deposition transcripts. So like you say, I don't I don't know if this was ever on the record or, you know, because there are a few times even in the film where, you know, the lawyers will say this is off the record and then normally that's followed up by like a Sorkin style like rant. Mm. Um, so there is a suggestion that there are parts of this that are accurate and then there's other parts that obviously Sorkin has thrown in there for entertainment value. Although he did say when he was, you know, finished writing the script, um, it was handed to like a team of lawyers and they had to go through it and make sure that there was no inaccuracies in there. Mm. So, you know, you have to assume that nobody from either side disputed the fact that at various points Mark Zuckerberg had these minor outbursts. <laughs> um, you know, but I I like that kind of this is, you know, like I say, this is the end of this deposition for us. Um, and it kind of makes sense that Mark Zuckerberg kind of gets the final word and he's like, I I'm done with all this. I've you know, like I I've got a job to do, which is running Facebook. And, you know, we're talking like 2006, seven. So Facebook had just kind of gone public mm. and everybody could kind of join Facebook. So it was growing at like a pace that, you know, very few websites had ever grown at. Right. And I can understand why he's like, I need to be doing that, not doing this. Uh, and it makes sense kind of from a story point of view to, you know, we, you know we're kind of approaching the middle of the film and we're going to switch from did he steal the idea uh, which I think at this point, we've, it's fairly clear that whatever idea, you know, the Winklevoss twins and Divya had, it wasn't that great of an idea. Mm. And it wasn't, you know, really going to fly, you know, like, like he says, you know, match.com for people at Harvard. Like, it, that's got a ceiling, like a very low ceiling of exactly how far <laughs> that can grow. Right. And so, like, the fact that, that Mark Zuckerberg was like, you know, um, that's that, you know, I didn't steal that idea. I did something different. Um, I would say is kind of correct. Like from everything that's presented up until this point in the film, you'd have to say to yourself, well, you know, it doesn't seem like the twins and Divya really had much imagination beyond, um, you know, a dating site for people at Harvard. Whereas obviously, you know, Marx was basically, I mean, you know, it, it's weird because, you know, with Facebook having existed for so long, the idea of, you know, a page where you store all your information publicly for friends and family, <laughs> and then they can show you their information. Like, 
that I like just the um, I mean, you know, every kind of social network at its heart kind of has that idea yeah. uh, is the idea of sharing a, a particular part of information. You know, um, I mean, in the case of say something like YouTube, uh, what you're sharing are mostly, you know, videos. Um, but even these days, YouTube has like, you know, a stories function and you can upload like, you know, picture store, you know, like just a picture and say you're working on a new video. And so it has like a, a kind of status update news feed type thing. Mm. But the main bulk of the network is just here is a video. Um, and obviously that's evolved into kind of other things. But, you know, with Facebook, the only thing you were sharing is this is me. And, you know, that, that, of course, always existed with university Facebooks where literally information was just here is a photograph of me. Here is my name. Here is my, you know, major maybe or, you know, my year of graduation. Right. Um, you know, even in some companies, they'll have I mean, you know, some companies that I've been in, they've had like Facebooks. When you went to the building, it has a, you know, a chart of everybody with their, their name and their position. And and so. But the idea of kind of putting that information out there for on you know a public internet um, was kind of the the revolutionary idea, um, and you know since then obviously a, a number of other you know social networks have tried to do that, and mostly failed. Um, you know, uh, but yeah, so like we we've, we've kind of got to, at this point in the film, I'm pretty much on Mark Zuckerberg's side. You know, there's there's no way what Divya and you know um, the twins had done was going to be the same thing. Um, you know, it may have evolved into roughly the same thing, but the idea was pretty much not the same as what they were doing. Just the fact that he'd taken a meeting with them doesn't mean they get, you know, 50% of Facebook. But obviously, you know, eventually they did get a payout from this. So, you know, they did OK out of it. Yeah. I, th um, I mean, honestly, I think that the thing that draws me away from being on Mark's side ever in this movie is just having him played by Eisenberg, who for me is just always... Uh, off-putting <laughs> that's just personal preference you're not the first person to say that so um, <laughs> i don't think i can kind of understand that i didn't think i would be the first <laughs> i know it's a cliche yeah. I, just... I mean I, like for me i you know i i think like his like his way of acting uh which is very kind of like mumblecore and like low-key um you know i i think it really works for this character like you know if you'd have I, I don't know who else was kind of in this age range that you could have cast that would have, um, you know, been suitable. Yeah. Um, I, but, like, I feel like the way, like, just his acting style really suits this, like, the way he plays this character. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's and in some of his other films, it's maybe his kind of, the way that he acts is a bit too low-key for some of the characters that he's played. Um, but, you know, I think... <laughs> He's he's very good at what he does. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I think it's the same with like um, you know, Adventureland and um, Zombieland which kind of came out the year before this where he was kind of in a similar mode, uh, especially Adventureland, like that's like the most kind of mumbly kind of like indie performance that he's ever given. Um I would say probably. Right. I mean there's there probably maybe a few before that and a couple since maybe where he's been a bit more low key. Recently I did see him in a film called uh The Hummingbird Project. Um which is about the like the idea of um, like putting down like a, um, a fiber optic wire from like um, two uh, kind of money exchanges so that he could get information quicker than somebody else uh, and they're like a millisecond quicker and therefore beat people on you know quick exchanges on the stock market or whatever um, and in that <laughs> his character is a lot more is a lot bigger and kind of more in charge and stuff 
Um, but it's but, but then also his character has an illness and you know like I don't know it's it's a really weird film because for the first half it's very much like trying to lay this you know because with fiber optics you've got to be ex- like an exact straight line for it to work so it's like trying to draw a straight line through like you know the Appalachians and stuff um, and is uh, is in that film is he uh, playing strictly the tech guy laying the cable or is he part of the financial group that. Wants to get the leg he's up. the he's the manager of the project, um, and then the okay. guy doing the technical stuff is played by Eric the Vampire from True Blood, whose real name escapes me. Alexander Sarsgaard. He play, he plays like yes. this kind. He's like his cousin, who's kind of like introverted and techy and all that kind of stuff. Um, and so mm. yeah, but again, like it's not it's not like a really low key performance for most of the film. It's quite big, and then towards the end of the film, it kind of goes a bit more mumblecore. Um, but yeah, so I I mean, you know, the kind of also what's helped in this scene is the fact that as as Zuckerberg is delivering this, uh, there's a few cuts as he's like each like when he's directing the lines, he's directing them to different people. <laughs> and then and then when he kind of turns back to the lawyer and he's like, did I adequately answer your condescending question? Just like the way that the framing is done, it just really delivers each part of the speech so you kind of you know know where it's going and then we get like the music which has been playing for kind of most of the scene which is um 314 at night i think is the name of the track or 314 every night it kind of just plays for about 15 seconds as everybody else in the room kind of just looks at the table and doesn't want to acknowledge what's happened um yeah it almost sounded like a horror movie at some point it was like it was like yeah and then that's when they're like let's break for lunch and that's when you kind of get the the cut back to um you know eduardo uh, enthusiastically saying in response to the question that mark has asked like five times in the last minute (laughs) um you know uh, he kept trying to do it as a tactic to to change the subject and it didn't work because Eduardo was like, we've had a cease and desist letter. Tell me about it. And he kept saying, what are the girls' names? And now, you know, Mark says one final time, you know, so what were their names? And this is where Eduardo says their names were Christy and Alice and they want to have drinks tonight. And he kind of really emphasizes the tonight part in a weird way. <laughs> um, but I, I kind of I kind of liked it like. In the performance, Andrew Garfield, who, you know, for the last, like, I don't know, three or four minutes as they've been going over this letter, has been kind of more kind of angry and, and kind of combative. Here, he kind of, like, as Mark asks it this this question one last time, he kind of concedes and he's just, you know, it's kind of like, uh, I don't know if this has ever happened with you, Tim, but if you've ever had, like, an argument with a close friend and you kind of scream and yell at them and then eventually at a certain point you're quiet for a couple of minutes and then you just change the subject and ignore that the the argument ever happened and then you just ask them like something else and you're like do you want to go have a drink like do you, like do you want like just change the subject <laughs> to something pleasant so you can just get out of the room and just go somewhere else and that's that's right. how Andrew Garfield plays this kind of this last part is like just ignore the kind of whole the argument they've just had and just say you know like they want to have drinks tonight um and you know that that is yeah. that's kind of where the minute just ends. Um, we get, I guess, a tiny little bit of the, the kind of the the feet in the stalls, just as the minute kind of mm. finishes. But you know, most of that is is in the next minute. So we'll kind of get into that tomorrow. Um, but yeah. yeah, I I don't know. I kind I kind of like um, I don't know. I just, I just kind of like the the kind of the end of this this deposition. It's it's a nice it's a nice way to kind of round it off. 
um you know it's worth saying as well you know even though we're only 50 minutes in we're on page 75 in the script so <laughs> aaron sorkin is i don't know roughly like 33 percent quicker than what we're at um so you know the characters really are having to you know get through the dialogue to get that out um but yeah I, it's i think this is this is like when people think of like i said when people think of like the mark zuckerberg in this film this kind of like you know did i answer your condescending question i'm not in this you know i don't care about this hearing all of that is kind of like the character you think of which is just this guy that people kind of love to hate um yeah. oh yeah we've got peak peak film zuckerberg yeah here. whereas obviously in real life i don't know that he he's ever been this kind of angry and petulant um you know i think if or or this well spoken, I don't know. Yeah, he's. I mean, if you've ever seen him in front of the Senate, he's a bit more mumbly and kind of unsure and like a bit more dazed. <laughs> My favorite example is uh, there was a a video. I don't know if you saw it from uh, a year or two back. He was having a backdoor barbecue with some friends of his, and they're using the the green egg cooker to make the barbecue. And he just keeps like reiterating the same phrases over again, like mm, "those ribs are gonna be good." Mm, you guys like ribs? Mm, ooh, he's <laughs> just like so awkward. Yeah, and, and, and I mean, you know, I, I guess that kind of sort of fits a little bit with our idea of him as being a bit like awkward anyway, but not like awkward in a different way. Like just awkward is in a bit cringy, whereas in this film, mm. he's awkward is in distant, which is you know a different way to kind of play it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, is yeah. there anything else that needs to be said about this minute? Do you think? Um, I I guess we touched on it, but the acting's very good. Uh, I think he does he does a great job. I mean, there's no denying that, and I'm sure I'm not the first person to say that either. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I know I've said it a few so. times. I mean, you know, this this yeah. film is like 98 percent Jesse Eisenberg. So if you don't like Jesse Eisenberg, <laughs> you're in for a rough ride. <laughs> uh, Remind remind me uh, what acting awards this film won. Uh, it didn't win any. It won. It won. Oh. Uh, I think it won the writing Oscar, and it won editing, and it won score. So you know mm. everything. Everything that takes place in that speech, the music, and the the editing in it, and the writing, all three of those things <laughs> won Oscars. But the actual performance, just just. Ooh. I think he was nominated for like um, best okay. actor, but yeah, he did. He didn't. He didn't win. Uh, I think I think it was a tough year that year. I, I remember for some reason 2010 being a you know a fairly a fairly good year for films. So um, yeah, crowded. Yeah, field. he did, he didn't win, but I, 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 yeah, everything else in the scene managed to win awards. Uh, just not the the actual acting that happened. Um, and obviously, it's nice as well here because you, you know in this in this other deposition we have um, Rashida Jones sitting there kind of silently not, not acknowledging the outburst. Uh, and later on in the week, we actually f- kind of finally get her introduction. Like almost almost an hour into the film, we finally find out her name. <laughs> like it hasn't been spoken on screen yet. Uh, but by the end of this week, we'll know <laughs> what she's called. Um, so, well, for Monday, I like to ask people, uh, you know, if they saw this film at the cinema. So, uh, Tim, did you see The Social Network at the cinema? Uh, yes, indeed, I did. I saw this at the cinema with my friends and... Uh... Thought it was very good. On opening week, I was, or I, I'm a I'm a Finch head. I like the Finch. <laughs> uh, was it opening weekend, or did you wait a little bit? Or mm, I'm afraid my memory doesn't extend back that far in a detailed way. <laughs> um, I generally see things in the first two weeks, if possible. Yeah. I like to have a bit of a crowd, so yeah. And I think I'm sure it was the first. This week. is a good film to kind of watch with a with a, a kind of a crowded cinema as well. I saw it. I saw it five times at the cinema. Um, and the first couple of times were like on the opening weekend and it was, you know, in a fairly big screen and it was quite full as well. 
the only thing that annoys mm-hmm. me is it, it wasn't a digital screen. My cinema at that point only had like six or seven out of the 14 screens that were digital, and it wasn't a digital print. I saw it, it not none of the five times was it ever a digital print, which is kind of annoying because mm-hmm. the yeah, entire that... film was shot digitally. <laughs> so it was like a... <laughs> I think the town I, w- I was living in until recently was pretty small. We had a very old theater. And uh, I don't think it was digital either at that point. I know that, the, like, when the conversion started to happen, kind of like 2007, 8, um, I know it was over here, certainly, it was about £15,000 per projector to swap them over. And that was seen right. as a bit of a, like, unless they could make the money back. I think Avatar making tons of money kind of helped because they were like, oh, well, now we can afford to change some of the other ones. <laughs> but yeah, I, I was kind of annoyed I didn't get to see it digitally, effectively, until it came out on DVD, I guess. Uh, it would have been nice. I'm sure my lo- my local theater was probably like, oh, this digital thing's bad. <laughs> yeah, it'll never take off. Um, yeah, nah. so uh, I guess then we should go to plugs. Is there anything that you wish to plug, Tim? Um, in the spirit of social media, you can find me on Instagram at Glamcrackers, if you like photos of cute cats and dogs. And you can find us on MySpace at myspace.com slash the social minute or on Twitter at social underscore minutes or on Facebook at the social minute podcast. Thanks once more for being my guest here today, Tim. Oh, great fun. Good to see you again. And I will see you tomorrow.